El Chuqueño presents Almost Live from Big D's Party Palace Featuring Fernie G Banami And my name is Rich Wright Good afternoon world It's El Chuqueño presents Almost live, because we're almost live right now. Uh, uh, I'm here with Fernie G. Howdy. And Ben Ami. How about it? And my name is Rich Wright. So, uh, current events. The city's debating whether or not to deprioritize abortion enforcement. Right? Mm-hmm. Right, they're not voting on the legality of abortion, just, yeah. On the enforcement, deprioritize it. Right. Yeah, kind of like, I don't know, did they do that with marijuana? Or, I know now, I know now it's just a ticket, you know? I believe that was, what was that, decriminalization versus, yeah, yeah, decrim, not legal. Right. Just... Right, but not deprioritize, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that means if the cops pull you over and you got a joint and you got a tattoo on your face, you're going to jail. It's at the cops' discretion. Hmm. Uh, okay, so yeah, uh, the last time this came up, which was hmm, uh, October, maybe, something like that? Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, they... They tried to get this passed, and uh, the uh, they couldn't go for it, you know. But the composition of city council has changed since then, so they're thinking maybe this time they can do something. And last time, I thought about it, and I decided that uh, it was kind of a moot point. I mean, you know, we, we had that uh, district attorney then, right, who was dismissing cases. Yeah. Every getting cases dismissed every week because she was behind in the work, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, I thought it was moot back then. I thought, you know, the district attorneys. I mean, I wouldn't think that cops would go out of their way to cause themselves trouble like that, you know. But uh, I think also mostly it's just a gesture. I don't think anybody's going to, uh, you know. I mean, does it? Do we need an ordinance? Couldn't city council just tell uh, the city manager? We could tell the the police, chief of police. Well, actually, it wasn't an ordinance. It was a resolution. So I don't know what. Oh, a resolution. So, wow. I you guess know, that's the same thing. It's about the same thing. I, I guess you got to do it by the book I there. Huh? Resolution. I guess so. I don't know. I guess who do you want to piss off more, the the pro-life crowd or the pro-choice crowd? Right. You know. Well, you know, I uh, personally, I I believe in a woman's right to choose. You know, I. Uh, it's a shitty world out there these days, man. Yeah. You know, and uh, tough to bring up a kid in it, you know. 
selfish, I guess that is, but, you know. But, uh, you know, I kind of think it's nobody's business, you know, I mean. The private matter. It's, yeah, it's bad enough as it is, you know. Hmm. You know, so. Yeah. That's kind of what I think. So let's see. The vote maybe hasn't come out yet. Maybe the vote's not till the next council meeting because they're supposed to be voting on the language today or something. So uh, we'll see. Vamos a ver. Okay, we're here at Big D's Party Palace where they got a new jukebox. And uh, y'all should stop by. Today's show is brought to you by Black Coffee because lattes are for sissies. And uh, Hostess Twinkies, golden sponge cake with a cream filling, and water. It's what you are. Okay, well, we're going to take a break right now. We'll be back in a minute. Hey, uh, Judy, Judy. Judy, could you, could you turn down the jukebox, please? That's, 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 that's her name, right, Judy? Yeah. Is that the same one as last week? She's, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, uh, I don't think last week she had that bright blue hair. No, she didn't. You know? They change their hair. These kids. Like I change my underwear, you know? <laughs> Once a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. <laughs> Flip it inside out over and over. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, Ju- Judy, uh, maybe a bit more. Maybe a bit hey, sorry. lower. Sorry. Yeah, hey, thank you, Judy. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you, Judy. Ben? We're both wearing Patagonia today, bro. Are we, Are we cool? Hey, uh, cool. what were you talking about? Well, we're talking about first. Wait, where are we? Ah, we're in Big D's Party Palace today. <laughs> Thanks for hosting us there, Big D. But you know, like uh, you can spring for the drinks, buddy. You know, I mean, it's not like we're not we're out here promoting you every week. No, I'm. Hey, uh, in my heart, I appreciate it. Cheap motherfucker. Uh, but. Oh, Mike, hot mic, hot mic moment there. Hot mic moment. Hot <laughs> mic moment. Uh, yeah, yeah, did you see that, uh, that rock that fell off the cliff? Up in Redoso. Uh, yeah, on the, on the road to Cloudcroft. On the road, road to Cloudcroft. I did. Right by the tunnel. Yeah. It's pretty amazing that it really is that no one got hurt. Yeah. It's a miracle. I mean, it was, it had to be. 25 feet long. You see the little guy standing next to it, the fire right. department, who are probably, what, five and a half feet tall at least? Yeah. Big yeah. rock. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Big old rock. And how many years has it been there? Millions, maybe. Yeah. Somebody said there's Thinking a lake billions, back up maybe. there. Is there a lake back up there behind that? You know, I don't somebody, know about that. Somebody said what it about? on somebody yeah, me, said it on Reddit, and you, you me, can't believe anything. Everything you read on Reddit, I don't know what kind of a person you are. Who read it? <laughs> the. Uh, I mean, 
The first time I went to Batopilas, back in the mid-80s, uh, we took uh, the train in to Creel, right? And we got out there and uh, the whole town was shut down because it was snowing so hard. It was snowing so hard. That was the mid-80s, back when it used to snow. You know, kids these days might never know what that means. But... Uh, Right. Um, uh, so uh, I got a little uh, cabin there in Creel and uh, woke up and there was like eight inches of snow oh, on the ground. Man. And I was trying to get down to uh, Batopilas because mm -hmm. uh, my friend Jimmy Joe was there in Batopilas. He'd been down there with uh, Geronimo on a uh, archaeology class field trip. Mm -hmm. So they went down there and uh, Geronimo and the rest of the class took the cl rest of the class back to El Paso. Mm -hmm. And uh, so Jimmy Joe was waiting for me there, the bottom of the canyon, you know? And I was on holiday for a week. Nice. And it was... Uh, I left to go on that trip after the bar closed New Year's Eve. Wow. I had my backpack there, got a ride to the bridge, walked over the bridge. Boom. That's so pretty exciting. Took, took, yeah. a, took a cab to the bus station. So I saw a midget all dressed up in a tux walking back up over the bridge when I was walking over there. Hmm. Guess he came up short. Ooh, oh, man. my apologies to little people everywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyhow, I wake up in the morning and uh, there's snow everywhere. And uh, I'm trying to get down into the canyon, you know. And the road was closed. The road into Batopilas was closed because there was a big landslide there by La Bufa. At the bottom, well, about halfway up the canyon at La Bufa, which is right there on the Batopilas River in mm -hmm. Batopilas Canyon. And uh, great road, you know, back then in those days. No guardrails, uh, single lane, mm -hmm. you know, 2,000-foot drop, you know. Yeah. Pretty you exciting. Know, pretty exciting. One time I was driving in my van there. This is a different trip, and I digress a little bit. I was driving in my van there, and I was on that I was on that uh, single lane, and I come around a bend in the road, and there's a big two-and-a-half-ton truck up there yeah. coming the other way. So I say, okay, I better back it up till I find a place wide enough for both of us. Mm -hmm. Oh, So I grabbed hold of the uh, lever, and tried to shift into reverse, and the lever came off in my hand. <laughs> yeah, but that was a different time. This time there... Uh, <laughs> uh, Did you have any passengers in the car at that, oh yeah. at that moment? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Pay, paying passengers, yeah. So, so yeah. What, what happened? What came of that? I'm curious. I stuck it back in and made it work for then, you know. Uh, but but uh, you backed up and made room for. And it, it, I took a 
like a finishing nail and put it in there. It had, had a, it was a pin, so, you know. So yeah. you know, this oh, would be I a really it. strange podcast if you died. That'd be a, a strange way to if I to if find I died out. in that story. If you died, and that would yeah. kind of change <laughs> the dynamic here. The board or something. <laughs> That'd be like, uh, <laughs> and Rich if you died, where are we? <laughs> yeah. From the great beyond. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that would, uh, damn. So anyhow, me and Jim were going there. We were going there to, uh, no, Jim was there, and I was going there to meet him, and I could not find a ride to Batalpilas, because one thing, the road was closed, you know? Yeah. And then uh, I ran into another guy down there. He's uh, a multiple Pulitzer Prize winning journalist now, a guy named Paul Salopek, who used to work for, uh, I think it was the Herald Post, and then he uh, moved on to the Chicago Tribune, and uh, he won a couple of prizes, and now he's uh, walking around the world. He's uh, He's tracing uh, mankind's origins from Africa Plus where they started. Oh, shit. to... That's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. No to, relation to the Salapex of New Mexico, Las Cruces? I don't know. Doesn't look like it. I don't know. Uh, but that's a pretty wild walking around the world. Right, man. that's a wild thing anyway. Damn. Right. So anyhow, Paul Salopex is down there in Creel trying to get down to Batopilas. Guess he's working for the Herald Post at that time, and he has he has a photographer, and they're uh, trying to get down to Batopilas because they want to do do a story about how uh, the indigenous population there was being mistreated by the uh, drug growers. Right, that was their story. Right, so he was desperate to get down there, and he had a deadline. He wanted to get down there and get back, you know. And I had I had a deadline, but you know, it was a uh, to go back to my bartending job at the surf club, and uh, well, you know, that was that was pretty much a lock for me. So yeah, yeah. so uh, we went down there, and uh, we went around house to house, and some guys said, uh, "We can give you a ride to the landslide," you know, and. Well, they couldn't cross the landslide. It was impassable. The road was impassable. Okay. I mean, it was a huge landslide. It had uh, boulders the size of uh, F three fifties. Yeah, you Trucks, know, or yeah. or uh, Econoline E three fifties, E three fifties, because they were that mm -hmm. shape. You know, so uh, 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 four wheel drive, four wheel drive E three fifty. Twice, twice pipes. Twice pipes. Twice pipes. The full light bar. Yeah, anyhow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we said, well, okay. Because really, it was like, you know, 10 miles, 8 miles, something like that, into Batopilas. If we had to walk over the... Uh, the rock. The landslide. The landslide and walk. We could do it. We could walk into town. But... Uh, as we're driving, you know, you know how it is. I don't know. Maybe you don't know how it is. When you're someplace like that in Mexico in those conditions, you stop every car coming the other way. Yeah. You say, "Hey, what was it? You know, how is it? You know." So somehow along the way, maybe it was our chauffeurs at that point, we got the idea to uh, 
there was a, there was a guy who's truck had a truck on the other side of the landslide. He had driven up from Batopilas as far as the landslide, left his truck there, you know. And uh, so uh, we said, uh, yeah, you know, maybe we'll try that. So uh, we go, we find out where uh, Bonnie lived, and uh, Bonnie uh, lived right on top of Kirire. I forget, I forget the name of the town. It's right on top of uh, the, uh, you know, I got a map over there behind that, behind the armoire, there's a map that details all of this. It's a topo map of specifically this part of the world. Wow. Why don't you go get it, Fernie? Can you, would you mind going and get it? No, where is it? Behind all those jackets over there, behind that piece of furniture. Don't, uh, don't break it because, uh, so People have been breaking a lot of glass around here lately. You said it was uh... by La Bufa, Municipio de Batopilas, I believe. See, it's not little for any. It's not little. Oh, Kirare? Kirare. Okay, yeah. You had it? Just north Didn't of I come close to that? Didn't I come close to that? You know, I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you look on the map, man, and they're right there, right? Yeah. But there's like... Uh, uh, Five thousand vertical feet between those two towns. Is it this oh, one? yeah. Yeah, that's the one, bro. No, 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 you look at it, bro. I've, I've seen it, man. Uh oh. Oh, it's cracked already. Yeah, yeah, it's cracked. San Juanito. San Juanito. Or Kirare or Jorare? Kirare. Q U I R A R E. Well, that was all uh, Tarumara. Yeah. Zaramuri. Yeah, that's bitching. That's a topo map. The San Juanito topo map. You used to get topo maps. Like, I don't know. I don't know how big that is, but it's, you know, pretty detailed. You could go over to Juarez and you could get topo maps. You could get all the topo maps you wanted. And, uh, you know, the government was, you know, sponsoring them. So, like, you get a map like that, it's two bucks or something like that. So, yeah. Anyhow, so there we were. We go and we get Bonnie. He says, yeah, my uh, uh, trucks, my trucks not running but we had picked up this uh, Alaskan bush pilot he said oh let's go look at your truck and you know he made it run you know ran rough you know mm -hmm. but yeah he made it run and uh, we went into town and we walked we were the first people to arrive in town since the landslide Damn. Well, yeah. Because of our ingenuity. Yeah. Wow. Pretty wild. And then later on, in the same trip, right, me and Jim are there uh, rocking the town like only me and Jim can. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
they uh I say, hey, I wanna I wanna get some pot. Sure. And Jim said, Well, how do you know where to get some pot? But like say, that guy knows where to get pot, you know what I mean? You could tell. You can tell, right? You can tell. And uh uh So I go to Bonnie, the guy with the truck, you know. Where's well I ask him about it. I say, hey, can, you know where we can get some pot? And he says, uh, uh, yeah, let me get back to you. So then I'm sitting there in the plaza in town, and Bonnie cruises up in his pickup truck, and he honks his horn and waves to me, and I go and get in the pickup truck, and instantly everybody in town knows that I'm going to buy pot, right? Mm. You know, and, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I wanted to get high, so uh, sometimes you do what you have to do. And, uh, to get high. Yeah. And uh, uh, I get in the car, you know, with Bonnie, and uh, he has a big trash bag on the floor full of buds. Full Excellent. of buds. Excellent. Right. There you go. I say, bro, I'm only going to be here like three days, you know? I mean, you know. There's 10 bucks for that big bag. <laughs> And uh, he uh, he said uh, he said okay, they'll take what you want and pay me whatever you want. You know, what does he care about? I mean, you know, a couple of joints to him. It's know. everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. In those days, Rich, when you were there, uh, the road down to Bato Pilas was it still dirt road? Oh yeah, oh yeah, completely. Uh, last time I went through there was uh -huh. like 2008, 2009, and there was a bunch of uh, uh, machinery, you know. Right. Street heavy paving. Heavy machinery, yeah. Heavy machinery. Right. I mean, like heavy duty, like these gigantic caterpillar, whatever. Yeah. And they were paving those roads. Yeah. I told them when I was down there in the 80s, I told them, uh, that's what's cool about Batopilas is it's out there in the middle of nowhere. And don't pave the roads. So anyhow, we were there in, in uh, Batopilas the next day or the day after. And uh, the, uh, Thank you, Sheila. the word on the street is that the town's going out to work on the uh, landslide. Okay. You know? Community effort. Community Team effort, effort. yeah. Pretty Everybody's wild. going out. So guess who's going, right? So we get out there. We get out there, and it's as coolest thing. It's uh, they got uh, Batapilas is a mining town, right? So the mining town has a blaster, man. The guy, the guy that mm, takes the uh, dynamite, right? You know, and so uh, it's old man. He comes out there, and then they're uh. To place the charges, they're using like uh, 18th century technology or something like that. They got a they got a a metal spike, right? And uh, another guy swinging a hammer. It worked back then. Right, right, right. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that's what they were doing there. Another guy swinging a hammer to drill a hole in this rock, 
And after the, I never saw them get a hole started. By the time I got there, all the holes were already started. They, I don't know how long they'd been working at it. But what they would do is they would um, hit the, uh, the hammer would strike the iron bar and they would take it and they would give it like a quarter turn, mm-hmm. you know, and then again and again. And the guy with the spike had a mouthful of water and he'd spit water into it sometimes. And then, then uh, gotta keep it. Periodically, they'd stick a uh, pine tree brush into it, a branch from a pine tree, you know, a bristly one. They would stick it in there, and it would uh, like a honing device. No, no, no to clear the dirt out, to yeah. clear the, the huh. debris like, out of it. How about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. There you go. Team, team effort. And I swear, when they, when they were whisking that hole with that, uh, with those leaves or whatever, with that branch from the bindery, mm-hmm. with the wet hole like that, it sounded like pigs having sex. Whoa. So I told. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, you didn't also we had these big pry bars and we were rolling boulders off the cliff. Off this huge cliff, you know, 1,500 feet down there oh, to the river. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fun, man. It was fun, you know. And uh, then uh, uh, the guy, after they had the hole drilled in those rocks, the blaster would come over, you know, and... Uh, He'd get pulled out a pink sausage, clear plastic, pink powder inside. And he'd take a knife and he'd cut a little V in it. And then he'd take a blasting cap and he'd take a fuse from the blasting cap. And he'd crimp the fuse to the blasting cap with his teeth, with his molars. He'd stick it back in there. I mean, you know... Well, you know, we don't we don't need no stinking pliers, bro. It's eighteen hundred. <laughs> it's eighteen fifty. <laughs> right. Right. He would retro crimp it, and then he would stick it in that little V he had cut, and then he would uh, turn to me and take my cigarette. I, you know, sometimes in Mexico you got to smoke a cigarette, right? So I had a, 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 a Raleigh, a Raleigh. Oh, okay. I was smoking Raleigh's, yeah. I almost, I almost thought it was a faro, okay. but it wasn't. It, it was a Raleigh. Yeah. So I. Uh, Faros are the Mexican camels. Right. With right. No fit. Right. Right. <laughs> and weren't faros the ones that were ovalados? Yeah. No yeah. filter. No filter. They're no about filter. Three inches long. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> Cancer stick. Very expensive too, and. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So he'd light. He'd stick that blasting cap into that sausage and slide that sausage into that hole, you know, and light it. <laughs> and then, you know, with my cigarette, I'm standing right next to him, you know. It was not OSHA approved. This whole job site no. would have been red tagged in a minute, man. Not in Mexico. <laughs> not in Mexico, bro. <laughs> Besides, everybody's doing it, you know. Hey, it's an emergency, you know, so yeah. There was this. Huge rock that uh, was in the middle of the road, and uh, it had all these little rocks under it, 
to keep it from rolling. So we were going in there with our pry bars. Uh, we the town people, I don't think I was really driving a, uh, a pry bar that, that, that instant. And um, they were clearing out the rocks, you know, till finally you could uh, see there was one little rock that was holding up this whole boulder, and you could see it. It's gonna give. Right, and uh, we were in there poking with the, you know, it was like a, it was like a bullfight, you know, because yeah. you were waiting for that rock to roll. Mm-hmm. Whatever. My friend uh, Frank just recently passed away. The last couple months frank uh, he used to work he used to work in a uranium mine i think it was in west virginia he would be a mile underground in this uranium mine and uh uh very dangerous job very plus you had high risk yeah plus you have to be crazy you know so uh crazy also makes your life more dangerous he was working in a a mine there the uranium mine and uh, sometimes you would uh, get the, assigned the task to relieve pressure in some part of a mine, mm -hmm. which means you would go there. It was a two-man job. One guy would go in there and start moving the rocks that had already caved in, you know, maybe trying to create another little manageable landslide, yeah. you know, you know. I mean, good luck with that, right? And the other guy's job was to stand up there and watch the mountain so he could tell the other guy when it was fixing to come down on him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You're going to die. That was his job, yeah. Is this that mine, uh, I could be wrong, where there's like this gigantic piles of like yellow slag? Well, I don't know. Okay. You would think they're, I mean, you're going down a mile underground. Yeah, there was. And hauling out uh, yellow cake, right? So, yeah. It was yellow at the time. Okay, I'm gonna go uh, to the little boys' room here at Big D's Party Palace. Hey, I was just kidding. Big D, man, take it easy. And uh, we love you, man. And you will love it here, too, if you could find the place. Good luck with that. Hey, uh, you know, kind of a private club type thing. Hey, uh, yeah, so... I'll be sure to uh, wash my hands before I come back. Thank you. <laughs>
So yeah. So yeah. But the, sure. Well. Yes, sir. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought the nineties was like the last of the good country music, and I guess uh, regarding rock and roll, uh, you had grunge, and then after that. Well, yeah, grunge was really a good way to uh, stick the knife in the heart of rock and roll, right? Yeah, grunge, dude, bro. You know. Yeah, Plus, man. it really drove up the price of flannel shirts. You know, that's and, true, dude. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and hiking boots. Yeah, and hiking boots. You know, I mean. And no haircuts. No. Yeah. Right. And candles. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I don't know. In my opinion, that was the last decade of really good country and. Any form of rock. But what do you listen to these days? But what uh, Jenny's got on the jukebox? Outlaw Judy. It's Judy, Judy bro. I'm sorry, Judy. Uh, outlaw country. Retro stuff. Classic vinyl. That's Doug Som. <gasps> Doug Som. Really? I blew off uh, a final when I was at UT to go see Doug Som and Augie Myers oh, at... Man. The armadillo. Uh, I bet right. that was great. Could have been. I don't know. You don't remember? I was drunk and stoned. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Story of our lives. Right. It's okay. But I... Yeah. I think I didn't do well in that class. I think that might have been my uh, chemistry final. Chemistry, 7 a.m. Chemistry. UT. Oh, man. I'd sit in the front row so I wouldn't fall asleep. I'd fall asleep anyway. The professor was great, you know. I was a bad student. So. You know, I, I uh, one of my better grades at UTEP, it was hard earning an A, but I got a B in business law. Oh, damn. Yeah, but I had literally stayed up all night with friends. Right. You know, with with benefits. With be yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> That's just gross. Went home, yeah, 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 changed, yeah. got dressed, took my test, cranked out a B, almost an A. But I guess I understand business law. I, uh, what do you say, Rich? I graduated from UTEP. And I took a class, it was... Uh, I think it was government military relationships. Okay. And uh, I took it because the head of the department called me into his office and said, hey, uh, if you take this class, it'll make. And if you don't take this class, it won't make. And, you know, you'll probably get a pretty good grade, he said. Alrighty, <laughs> I said, you know. Okay. And uh, so uh, this was like my last, next to last semester at UTEP. And I was good at, at doing school at that time. I was also working as a, a paid intern at the El Paso Electric Company. A junior uh, uh, economist. Uh, I did econometrics. Right on. I ran statistical models there. Anyhow, so I was good. I was good at uh, college. So we got this assignment one time. These, um, I guess, 16 people in this class there. 
and the professor gave each of us four, four each, four each. They said they split it up into into four groups of four, and they said, "Okay, go to the journals and read this. Go to the journals and read this, and go to the journals and read this, go to the journals and read this." You know, so. Uh, so, uh, half an hour before class, I go to the journals, you know. I'd read that. And scan them, you know, see what I could pick up, you know. And, uh, wasn't that much. Pretty lean in the journals on, uh, civilian, uh, military relationships, you know. Which is what hmm. the class was, I guess. And uh, government-military relationships. So uh, I go in to class half an hour later for the uh, test. And the question for my group is compare and contrast the... Uh, military government relations in a South American country and an African country. That's what he said. <laughs> oh, the fuck? Right. right. Actually, that's what I said. That's what I said. <laughs> I look fuck? at this, I said, oh, what fuck, the? man. You know, I didn't read any of that, man, you know? And I, I gave a thorough scan yeah. of those things, right? You know? <clears throat> so I sat there for about, you know... Two minutes, freaking out, and then I thought, "Fuck it, let's go for it." Uh, and I had a lot of background in, you know, <coughs> Ecuador. Me. Ecuador. Every time I was, I was at the time I was a dual major, uh, economics, political science. Mm -hmm. So every time I had to do a report on a foreign country, it was Ecuador. Because I'd already written it five times before, you know? Okay. So for development economics, I would do a report on Ecuador. And for uh, Latin American economics, Ecuador, Ecuador, Ecuador. You know how many times I've been to Ecuador? Right. Zero. No, Zero. No. I've never been to Ecuador, bro. But, uh, <coughs> pardon me. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, I knew a chick from Ecuador. You did? Yeah. What was her name? Well, I can't say. Well, that's in a weird. That's a weird Ecuadorian name. Yeah, I know. It sounds so American. I can say it sounds almost German. Okay. No, go on. Uh, remind me what I was talking about. What were you talking about? Ecuador, Ecuador. No, that was before Ecuador. <laughs> ben, you're responsible for continuity here. The compare and contrast. Let's look at the telephone oh, yeah. economies oh, yeah. of. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. What? Uh, the professor gave me. So, yeah, so I just, you know, I'd been studying a lot about different things. So, uh, I mean, in, along those fields. So I, you know. De volada. Well, how do you say it? It wasn't an oral exam. It was an anal exam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just pulled it out of my ass, you know. And, uh... That's why you folks are here. 
old doctor, I don't want to say his name, old doctor, what's his name? Uh, not only, only did he give me, did he give me full credit for it? He read my answer in front of my class. And I know those other three guys, those other three guys that had uh, studied the the journals. Yeah. They didn't have anything. They didn't have game, bro. They didn't have game. So, yeah, you know. You they were, were going to protest. They were going to say, oh, look it. None of the journal articles covered this subject. That's what they were going to say to him. Mm -hmm. Except, oh, boom. Yeah, you, I, you I heard it. him. I heard him. <laughs> nothing do. Yeah, not, but just being knowledgeable and not knowing the journal articles. There you go. There you go. It's because you got a rap, Rich. Oh, we got a what? A rap. A rap? I thought you said I had a rash. No. And uh, I thought maybe... Well, if maybe you do, I'm gonna... <laughs> that's none of my business. <laughs> exactly. That's what I am saying. It's none of your business. No. Do you? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I might have a rash in places I can't see. <laughs> that's a given. <laughs> right. Once As we get older. Uh, look, no, we're all you good. get a rash or you might have a rash? No. Or that there are places you can't see. No, I can see everything. But <laughs> I right? can see clearly now. I mean, the rain is gone. No, there's no rash. Hey, I want to thank you all for stopping by. Uh, El Chiqueño presents Almost Live. This week we're coming to you from Big D's Party Palace, and we often do. Big D's Party Palace is a is a good good place to come when you're almost live. Bring the kids. Bring the kids. You might not. Bring the kids. What did you say? Now what what days? Oh. What day is the child auction? No. <laughs> Bring the kids on Thursday. <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Uh, where was I? Oh yeah. Today's episode was brought to you by Twinkies, golden sponge cake with a cream filling, black coffee. Because who do you think you are, Mr. Latte? And water. It's what you are. I'm here with uh, Bernie G. Hello. Ben Ami. Howdy, howdy. And my name is Rich Wright. Thanks for stopping by. We'll catch you. Thank you. Perhaps next time.